It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Here with Sean Grigg on the coaching staff here with a runner tonight. Sean, great to have you on AFL Nation. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Do they stir a few memories, preliminary finals? It does. I was actually reflecting on the bus ride. I've been pretty fortunate to be involved in prelims the last five years in a row. So um, I'm certainly not taking it for granted. Great to be here. It's got a sense of magnitude to it on that bus ride? Yeah, it's really exciting. I mean, prelims, they're generally one in the contest. You know, they're going to be fiercely contested in the middle of the ground. And, you know, we're back in our big midfield beast of, you know, Guthrie, Selwood and Danger. And with Melbourne, uh, what a good contest it'll be with Petrarca, Oliver and Viney. It's going to be great. Gregor, what does preparation look look like for a runner prelim final night? <laughs> <laughs> well, the coaches are actually getting stuck into me today because one coach walked past the physio room and I was getting the calf rub. So, <laughs> uh, it's going to cost, cost me a few coffees throughout the week. But I, I think, you know, recently retired player, you get a good feeling on, you can look around the group and you can sense how how they're feeling. What what have you taken over the last couple of days in, in this side? Are they, is there, you know, a confidence within the group? Yeah, there is. You know, we've shown all year, when we play our way, we're really hard to beat. But like all good teams, um, it, it's going to happen. Melbourne are going to get the game on their terms of periods as well. So, um, what we're looking to do is stop that momentum and capitalise when we've got it. So the contest, like I mentioned before, is, is going to be fiercely contested and I think that's where the game's going to be won or lost. Throughout the game, who, who do you run to the most? Who's the message coming down from the box to get out and, and try and realign the most? Oh, generally the leaders, you know, Mark Whitsav's in the back line, Mitch Duncan around the ground, Joel and, and Paddy as well. So it's generally the leaders who the, the messages go to. Can you tell us, Sean, the thinking behind Zach Guthrie coming in for a midfielder. Yeah, well, he played... When he came on from Brandon Parfitt last week, he played back and sort of released Zach Tui up to the midfield a bit. So yep. we feel like we've got that flexibility in our team now. Um, if we need to, Zach can play back at times, whether you know, uh, Zach Tui sorry, can go back and Zach Guthrie can play wing and Mark Woodsard can come up. So it's just more of a flexibility thing for our side. And uh, radically... Uh forward is it does it dictate how you bring the ball into the forward line the fact that you have got this long bomb target when you haven't got the long bomb target or two targets if you like um you're probably more advised looking for the blokes up on the lead but uh, now that you've got two there does that dictate that you're going to kick the ball a little bit longer and potentially uh to hawkins and radicalia yeah, Jared. I think it just gives us the capability when we're under fierce pressure, which finals are, that we can be confident that we can kick long. Um, sometimes you mightn't be able to see the options downfield because of the fierce midfield pressure, and so we're happy to you know to kick it long to a contest there. And last week, although um, Big Sav didn't get much of the ball, he you know created contest and um, spilt the ball to ground, which gave you know guys who are great on the ground, like Jeremy Cameron and Brian Myers and Brad Close, a chance. So yeah. that's all we're really after is the big contest down there. So we go back to the Port Adelaide game where it was really horrible for a period of time and, and all you did was long bomb. So, I mean, even if you put Radagalia down there, that doesn't fix some of the poor kicking. So how did the, how did the coach address some of the really bad decision-making that was, uh, I guess, that preempted those kicks? Yeah, it's just giving the guys confidence that we've got all options available to us. Yep. 
if the pressure if the pressure's not on um, to the middle of the ground, then yeah, sure we'll we'll use the ball and, and look to go forward um, in that way. But if the pressure is on, then the guys have got confidence that you know we can kick it long to a contest and get in behind it and defend that. But but yeah, definitely if if we can look to you know use our shorts and build up the ball, then yeah, that's definitely an option for us. Does Jeremy Cameron now play much more as a high half forward now that Radagali is there? I think he can. I think it gives him the flexibility to read it. And if he, if he wants to get up the ground and, you know, get to those long down the line kicks, he can. And, or he can charge back to goal. He doesn't have to be really anchored yep. uh, to the forward 50. It gives us a bit of flexibility with him and Rowan as well because we've seen a lot of um, Jeremy's goals this year. A lot of them are, are actually sort of from the ground or, or um, you know, a crash of the pack. And he, he's a pretty good ground-level player. How do you negate, I suppose, one, the influence of, of Gorn, but also Petrarca and Oliver in there? I think you mentioned you might go head-to-head. Have you got a plan for, a plan for Gorn? Oh, I mean, he's going to have times during the game where he's going to get his hands to the ball. That's what great players do. So we're looking to negate him. And, you know, Reese and Asava, um, you know, will we'll go at him. And, and Reese rucked really well for the majority of the time last time against Max. But we understand he's going to get his hands on it. He's a great ruckman, probably the best in the league. So our midfielders have got to really help out as well. So, you know, we're not, we're not after total dominance from Reese, We're after a big contest and, and hopefully have it. And just the last one from us. Paddy's probably been a little bit down on form. We don't know how much that, that hand is, hurt, um, is hurting him throughout the, the finals campaign, but expect him to bounce back? Yeah, we do. I mean, like I've mentioned a couple of times, it's about the contest and when, when Pat Dangerfield's at his best, he's in the competition, you know, getting after the ball, loose ball gets as well, so... We're looking forward him to hunt the ball and, and also hunting the Melbourne players when they've got the ball. So we're looking for a big contested game from him for sure, Jordy. So last time you played, round 23, Selwood went to Oliver, I think, for 43 minutes and his numbers were better than Oliver's numbers. Does he go to him for an extended period of time this week? Uh, he's got the option too, for sure. Um, yeah, With the midfield rotations, it's quite hard to get the, the match up the whole time, so... You know, Joel will command that midfield in there today with Cam Guthrie and, and Danger. And, you know, we've seen Max Holmes come along with his footwork and pace, which adds another dimension to us as well. So hopefully we can do the job in the contest and, and those guys can get off and, and hurt the Melbourne mid too. Could Max Holmes be a surprise move onto Oliver, given he's got the speed? He does. And, and he's pretty big too, um, Holmesy. So at times he'll get his go on him for sure. Okay. Um, and we're, we're, we're confident that if he matches up on Clayton, um, you know, he'll be able to do the job and help us out and um, create a contest and then, yeah, use his running power and speed and get off and help us help us attack or defend. Sean, good to catch up. Good luck for the night. No worries. Thank you. Sean Grigg, part of the uh, coaching staff at Geelong. He'll be the runner tonight. I think that's what, what good sides do. They go in and, and I like it. You, you back yourself in so they, they, they'll back their midfield in and, and then you've got things to go to. So if your midfield don't get the job done, or, or your defence or whatever it may be, then you've got things to go to. I, I just don't like when you see sides start a game and they already bring up a number from the half-forward line, which gives the opposition a spare. Just just see how the game unfolds for the first five to ten to the first quarter. And then if you what need to... What about a specific tag, though? Like if it's a midfield tag, is that different? Are you better than that, that, that is a little bit different, yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt. But in terms of... Because often we hear, oh, no, we've got someone, if someone's a bit hot, we'll come Well, there might, be, might have been a little bit in that cooler. in that question that, that Jared asked about Holmes. And, and he might be that, that player that can physically match an Oliver, but then but why wait? work off. As someone who was well, tagged a some... lot, I, 
you loved getting away to a good start. Yeah, I think they've got supreme confidence in their own midfield, and that's that's where their yeah. A, a graders sit. So, I think the days of starting with a tagger are becoming less clearly. Um, but if you've got a if you've got a tagger that can get their own ball, they're they're the ones that you would send, you know, to a, an opposition midfielder straight away. I just don't think there's enough of them in the competition. You can get involved on AFL Nation across the weekend on the open line thanks to Southern Phone. Simplify your life with Southern Phone mobile plans. Switch to Southern Phone. Part of the beauty of this weekend is we had the rehearsals in round 23. They were both thrillers. The Friday night game saw Port Adelaide prevail over the Western Bulldogs, and we know the ramifications of that. And Melbourne claimed the minor premiership down at GMHBA in front of nobody. It'll be a full house in Perth tonight. There are so many conclusions that have been drawn from the way that it transpired. And as we set the scene for what's about to unfold in this preliminary final on AFL Nation, we take you back to those closing stages. So Guthrie is going to be forced up the line. He's kicked out of bounds on the full. So Melbourne have got one And it's 50. It's 50 against close for punching the ball. Once it was already over the line, it's gone into the crowd. So Lever has got ball in hand. Nick Delcando is out of his seat. So Lever, with 25 seconds remaining, to put it to the top of the square. He keeps it low. Goal! And he's got it! Big Max has got it! Set he's going to kick after the siren. Set play. Gone on a dramatic Saturday. Can you believe it? Come on, Big Max. Come Max gone. And after the siren kick to win the game for Melbourne and to finish top of the table, it's a slow build-up. Now the little skip. Max to win, and he's done it. Melbourne have come off the canvas. It's one of the great comebacks. 32 points down at three-quarter time, and Melbourne have won it after the siren. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.